Hello and welcome to another edition of the End Zone Podcast. My name is Eric Jensen and I'm joined today by Mason from Buffalo and really the only man that matters today, uh, Bradford Sonnenberger all the way from uh, Alberta, Canada here to tell us about uh, his his great Kansas City Chiefs. I thought I'd start the day graciously by giving Bradford the floor, but something has taken over me here. Let's uh, first get this out of the way, uh, and and let me just ask Mason a question. Uh, Mason, how many times is Bradford over under, I was thinking about this earlier today, over under five and a half times this offseason, um, how many times is he going to use this Chiefs win to discredit literally any positive thing the Eagles do to improve their roster this offseason? I put the over-under at five and a half. Oh, man, that's that's a, a nice number right there. Um, I've got know, no I'm, beef I, with the Eagles. I've got no beef with the Eagles. They're, hey, the Eagles, hell of a squad. Listen, if I start yeah, hearing yeah. some nonsense about the Sean Payton Broncos... Or the or the Chargers, then I'm gonna get a little salty and I'll, I'll flash the ring a little bit. But I've got I've got no 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 BS. I call it you know BS. you know what you know what I was I was gonna take the under, but then I remembered what I saw not hours ago of the man calling himself the main character, and so that's not exactly <laughs> what I said. That's no, not exactly. Not, what I, I, I am going to take it out of context, and that's how it's going to end. I believe um, what I said is that the Chiefs are the main character of well, the NFL. You said, and by, you I said, I said, I said, you said you Chiefs, were the main character. I said and that's okay. Chiefs, this is Bradford's universe. We're no, all just I said the it. Chiefs. I said the Chiefs are the main character, and by can extension, we, therefore, so am I. Can, can we also? Can, can we also get like some just general nonsense out of the way? Like, let's not pretend. Like, the Chiefs are some great underdog story here. Let's give it a break, Travis Kelsey. Like, we could get into the game, and it's great you won and all. But please, coming on the national television, on the podium, and being like, everyone picked against us. No, they didn't, dude. If you asked any football pundit with half a brain in the offseason, if they would be surprised if the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, everyone would probably say, no, I think the Chiefs have a pretty good shot of winning the Super Bowl. That is ridiculous. I am done with that. That is a I disagree, Eric. I think it's revisionist history. Line. First of all, no, everybody picked the Eagles know. in this game, Shut by up, the way. Bradford. Everybody picked you the Eagles. You are not in this game. an underdog. You Stop know, people, acting you like you're oppressed. You know what? I everybody picked the Chargers to win the division. Like, listen, they're not oppressed. <laughs> but to say that Stop the, acting like you're to oppressed. Say, to say that the Chiefs were disrespected this offseason would be an understatement. No, people, they were not. People, maybe to those with a brain, but I'm telling you, uh, the vast majority of football content that I consumed was low on the Chiefs, partly as a result of the Hill trade, partly as a result of you know all the hype with all the big additions coming into the division. But by oh, yes, November, Travis Kelsey, what Travis Kelsey discourse? makes it sound like the discourse like... by November was this is the best Chiefs offense we've ever seen Patrick Mahomes play in, and that was pretty consistent across all platforms. Shut up! You were never the underdog. Everybody, they were the underdog though in this game. Like they, I mean, they, in, in fairness, every Super Bowl winning team that's like nobody believed in it. It's like, okay, dude. I mean, like, 
people believed in you previous to this point. This isn't like a new revelation. Everyone's like, holy crap, this team plays football? Like, they can actually do this? Maybe, like, when the Giants beat this, the Patriots, you could say there was point. some of that, but it, it is. Uh, I do love the Kelsey brothers. I, if we're going to stick with the nonsense, the Kelsey brothers are fantastic, and uh, their interaction after the game <laughs> was, was pretty great. I, I do was. enjoy them quite a bit, just for going to be an interesting new to get to real football analysis now but i, I was just, just going to say what i was going to say is refu- whether refu- or not I, they're I, disrespected I, no. or not it doesn't matter because what matters is they're the champions and i, I think that's the main I, takeaway for me I, here i just refuse this off season if i hear one peep about everybody slept on machips i am going to lose my goddamn mind because they were never an underdog if Stop. I remember clearly, you told me that Mahomes wasn't was going to be viewed as not a top five quarterback this year. That doesn't mean that's that was why I'm putting the futures bet on them in the Super Bowl. I, well, that was after. Ass. Listen, Eric, Eric saw saw the light earlier than most. But I'm I'm listen, listen. Every every NFL athlete likes to likes to be disrespected. You know, it gives yep. them feel. It is what it is. Hey, they learn from the Bengals. The Bengals are the masters of this. We picked something up from them in the championship. I, I, it's not relevant. Hey, it's the, not relevant. The, sea, the Seahawks used to be pretty dang amazing at it. Yeah, it's because you want to, you want to give yourself that extra bit of motivation. And sometimes you got to manufacture that uh, wherever you can. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I apologize ahead of time. I'm, I'm very sick right now. So my voice is a little cooked. As sick, you're saying, sick with, uh, Sick with excitement, apparently. Well, listen, listen. Your team winning a championship does take the edge off a of brutal cold. I wouldn't know what that feels like. I'm sorry. I don't like literally wouldn't know. I don't even have like history to look back on to enjoy. On it's either nice. team that I well, love. here's here's how I figure: is losing is not fun, and winning no. is fun. So yep. I think that's kind of where 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 but I you know that you out. know I'm I'm at a weird conundrum at this point. And is how much winning is fun. Now, is there enough winning that's fun without winning at all? Because I'm starting to wonder if that's the case. Like, it was almost easier emotionally when I could check out by about week 12. And just be like, oh, we're done now. Speed run, straight to draft. Like, let's get next year going. Like, that was a, a much nicer emotional place to be at than the weeks of extra hope and then eventual disappointment. The way what I what I'll say as as uh, now now that I've gone through this a couple times here, I I think winning immediately after you you hit a place of ultimate zen where it's like you really feel like you just don't care what happens now because you won. That's really all that matters, and you can always fall back on that. And winning I think gets slightly less fun over time, but losing is even worse. So you kind of end up in a place where it's like you build up. It's like you get addicted to a certain level of winning. And once you once you get used to a certain level of dopamine coursing through you, you need a higher and higher dose to feel to feel alive. You know what I'm saying? But then the withdrawals are even worse. Like it's it's tough. But to be honest with you, where I stand on it is I would be perfectly fine if the Chiefs lost next year. Like I I would I I it wouldn't bother me whatsoever. Like two rings in a couple of years like that would that that carries you a long time wasn't it uh bill parcells who used that as his like reasoning for retiring 
Yeah. It's just like the, the winning doesn't feel as good anymore, but the losses are more memorable and it's, more painful. It's, it's, than it's, they it ever says were. when the losses hurt worse than the winning feels good, <laughs> that's when he knew it was time to retire. But here's here's where I'm at. Like, I kind of feel like this is a very first world problem for me. Like, oh, poor me. My team just won't stop winning championships. Aw, <laughs> shucks. Aw, shucks. Like, yeah, at a certain point, it's just kind of like you you ascend to the top. And I'll tell you, the feeling has been twice for me now, just sort of an emptiness after they won, because it just kind of feels, especially after this one, after they won, I was very excited, but this feeling just kind of hits you of like, what now? Like, you know, well, you know what it reminds me of? I, and I, I haven't felt it, but like that, that what you're talking about, have you seen the good place? Yeah. The, the ending, the ending for Jason. Yeah. When he's sitting in that field and he gets that game and he's just like, I guess I'm done now. Like, yeah, yeah. And he just has to like figure out what to do now and has to hang it up and be done. Like I get, I, I, you know, while I'm sad that my team lost, it is kind of, I guess, nice to have that, like to look forward to of like that first one still out there. Yeah, exactly. Like it, you hit a certain point where it just feels kind of silly and selfish to get mad about like your team losing. Cause it's like, when you experience so much sports happiness more than most fan bases ever will. Right. I mean, I can at least speak for the fan bases present in this call. It's like, you kind of in a place where it's like, am I really going to complain about a week two loss to the Colts? Like, does this stuff matter in the grand scheme of time? Nothing really matters anymore, but I'm happy they won more than they lost because I've, I, 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 I think the narratives, if they had lost this game would have been very unfair towards the chiefs where you would have had like the Andy Reid, like one and three in Super Bowls and Mahomes losing record, but that's not a thing now. And that's kind of my main takeaway from this. Like this was Andy Reid's moment. Like as much as Mahomes played basically flawless, I thought this was the best game of Andy Reid's career. Like give me one argument for why it isn't. He schemed up some of the most brilliant plays I've ever seen. There were just two just wide open touchdowns and the defense did get cooked a little bit, but it was just brilliant play design. Like it was, it was unbelievable. He, absolutely served the Eagles on a, a, a golden platter, just chopped them up into little tiny bits. The Chiefs uh, were, the, the Chiefs offense barely got to touch the ball and it didn't matter. They were still able to put up 38 points. Like this was Reed's moment. And I'm happy that for him now, he has a chance to really solidify himself in that all-time great coaching ranks. Like the narratives, the narratives are, or history is written by the victors, as they say. And I'm I'm very happy for him that he was able to have this big moment against Philly. That right. Kadarius Tony touchdown was one of the most <laughs> incredible things. I just like usually when you see someone that open, somebody like fell down or somebody missed an assignment, and it wasn't what that looked like at all. It was literally just they schemed and he was just gone. It's yeah, like, come like, on. And you, I can almost bet you that we'll see like 15 NFL teams run that play in the red zone next year. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, and, now the, and now the double QB push for it's every not, two people. You know what the funny thing is? It's not Andy's play. He stole it from the Jaguars, but nobody else noticed the Jags used this one play one time and it worked. And he watched it and he put it in his back pocket and then pulled it out twice in a row basically like 
I like you think I mean, the Eagles would adjust at some point, but no, like <laughs> of yeah. any coach to do something like that, Andy Reid is definitely the guy. I've heard him talk about stuff where it's like, oh, I saw this thing from a game in like 1964, and I thought to myself, man, I could make that work. In the first Chiefs Super Bowl of uh, the Mahomes era, he literally took a play from like a 1930s Rose Bowl. I don't know if you remember the spinning play in there. Like it was from it was from a Rose Bowl yes. in the 30s. Like this is ridiculous. Like I don't know, I don't know where he comes up with this stuff, but I mean this was his moment in my opinion. Like just the maturity that it showed of like you know, all of Andy's demons in Philadelphia. And sure, he exercised a lot of those with the first ring. But to put on a masterclass like this, especially the ending clincher being flawless clock management, just sucking the life out of the Eagles, and admittedly the game, but uh, primarily sucking the life out of the Eagles, it's the character growth as a coach is unbelievable. And I mean, it's just like, I, I think it becomes almost impossible to keep him from the coaching Mount Rushmore now. And I, 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 I firmly believe there's no nicer coach in the league that deserves this more. Like, what an all-time legend. Cool. Let's talk briefly, and then we'll get back to the Chiefs. Briefly on the holding call, just thoughts on it. I started out, I got sucked into the echo chamber, I won't lie. Uh, the broadcast's fault, though. Like, they did, used the wrong angle. I don't blame you. Didn't? Like, didn't really love it at first, but I've seen the other angles now, and he definitely tugs for Jersey like twice very clearly. Yes, some refs are probably going to let that slide, but this uh, it was just a weird game all around. Did officiating to play too big a role in this game is my bigger question here, and I would argue yes. Uh, you think back to the Dallas Goddard catch and the way that played out, uh, with like two snaps that weren't allowed to like progress in play style, uh, or I, I don't really even know how to phrase that. But well, it was because yeah. the the Eagles uh, did an illegal substitution and yeah, off giving the Chiefs a chance. It's 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 tough. I mean, that one didn't even end up getting called back anyways. It just cost the Chiefs a timeout. But yeah, I don't know. I thought surprisingly, especially for Carl Cheffers, who is like enemy number one in chief's kingdom uh, i thought it was a very well ref game i don't know like the second fumble return touchdown that they called off i think it's a dumb rule but i understand why they did it uh over like i there were very few penalties in this game it felt like and to me it is lame that it came down and like a call like that was so monumental in that moment i think it's it's definitely holding like Bradbury said it was holding. The refs were clear that it was holding. I think it's on the broadcast for zoning in on the second hold. That's not really a hold. It's kind of a light, like he just puts his hand on his back and they don't really show you like the first big grab. And it's like Greg Olson, who I thought did an excellent job. Like this is such a well-called game, but uh, I thought that him really complaining about it kind of set the narrative because people love to point out the second a call uh, goes the Chiefs way. It's the top post on NFL, Twitter, all this stuff. But nobody points out the calls that don't go their way, like getting a touchdown called off or the crazy pass interference no call on Juju that cost them a drive earlier in the game. People just see what they want to see. And I'm so tired of the narrative that, yes, the NFL wants Missouri to win over Philadelphia. Like, 
if the NFL is rigging things, they're not doing a very good job of it because like, why, why would, why would they rig it for <laughs> Missouri? I don't, I don't understand that. You think it'd be rigged. Well, for the and again, if they were rigging it, why wouldn't they put the bills in the Super Bowl after everything like that's happened that's, and stuff that's what like I'm that? Saying. That would be the storyline. That would be the moneymaker. It would have yeah. been the big blockbuster movie. Exactly. If they're rigging things, you're right. Well, they're doing a it would have been job. really, it, to be fair, Mason, I'm sorry, but it would have been very hard to rig that Bill's Bengals oh, game. No, no, I, I'm not, but, okay. I'm not, I'm just saying, like, in general, if they're trying to, like, rig things, you're right. They're yeah. doing a pretty poor job of doing it the way that they're they're managing it's, it. My issue is just, I guess, the inconsistency, because you're right, like, that Juju Smith-Schuster one, like, she got freaking mugged out there. And yeah, and it cost them a drive. It absolutely did. It was a third down like that. That should have been what extended the drive right there. And I thought, again, just that those little inconsistencies suck. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's hard because, you know, we see what is put into that echo chamber. We see the ones that they replay for us and that they recall, the ones that happen on, like, those pivotal downs. But we miss you know, some of the missed calls that happened on that first and second down because it doesn't feel like it mattered as much, but it might yeah. have. And, and or, you know, we don't notice the ones that they do get right where it's like, well, that was ticky tack, but they let it go because it really didn't hit that where, you know, maybe Goodell has a point that there is some more consistency in how they are officiating as far as like the grand macro scope of things. But in a game by game setting, it never seems to feel that way. And that's, I think, what's so frustrating is it's like a fan when you watch that is is seeing two plays that look almost identical get officiated in what feels like very different ways. Well, absolutely. And you know what? Even if it was a total bullshit holding call that they just made up, like think of the Logan Wilson one last year in the Super Bowl that was just a complete fantasy, right? Like even if it was something like that, that's still – you can't blame the loss on that. I mean – like I, you, what, what you need to do? Well, is you, in this case, I, you actually can blame the loss on. That. No, you can't blame the loss on that. What you need to dude, do, is if that's fourth down, they kick a field. The little, dude, the little if tiny. Kick, if they kick find... a field goal there, the, the you need to listen for a second. If they kick a field goal there, the Eagles are getting the the Eagles are getting the ball back, and with the way Jalen Hurts and that offense played, they're gonna go score a touchdown, and it's gonna be a tie game. That's like not how they were playing in the second half, though, Eric. But it was the Chiefs. The Chiefs' defense really stepped up there near the oh, end. Oh no, it didn't. And it stepped. First up of all, like it was a good. First of all, first of all, it was a good holding call. But beyond that, even if it was bad, to me, I don't think you can put it at the feet of that. I think you need to assemble all the little tiny meat chunks of Jonathan Gannon that Andy Reid shoved through a blender, uh, reassemble him into some sort of uh, meat puppet, and ask him, "What are you doing?" Because the Chiefs' offense literally didn't get stopped once in the second half. The only time a drive didn't end in a touchdown was when they intentionally didn't score one. <laughs> like, Mahomes literally went, like, thir 13 for 14. Like, it was it, touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. Like, the Eagles' pass rush didn't get a single sack. This was, like, mm -hmm. the best pass rush since the 85 Bears. And they didn't get one. And I understand the field conditions, which I'm sure we'll get to, uh, played a part in that but like the Eagles have nobody to blame for this but themselves like on defense like just ridiculous defense performance and man they, they got to be apologizing to Jalen Hurts because this was like an all-time heroic performance from him and it didn't matter because 
the defense got absolutely cooked. And I know a lot of people were kind of on the Eagles might be frauds because every time they played a good quarterback, they got cooked. And I kind of wrote that off, but Loki maybe because like what a pathetic performance. Like they literally couldn't get a single stop. Any of their good defense was their offense being amazing at just draining out the clock. Whenever the Chiefs had the ball, they scored. And you're you have nobody to blame but yourself for a Super Bowl loss if that's what's gonna happen with your number one ranked defense. Okay, so so I have a question here, Ben. Let's let's talk about the Eagles for a little bit, because we've talked about the Chiefs a lot to start off with. And and this this question does involve the Chiefs. You cannot tell me, Bradford, that if Jalen Hurts gets the ball back there, he's not going down to score. Because the Chiefs defense was just as bad, if not worse, than the Eagles defense. Oh, cap. I completely disagree. Yeah, Dude, in the first got half, absolutely, they got absolutely torched constantly. In the first half, yeah. And in I, the third I, quarter, and all the way up until one drive in the fourth quarter. They only got three points in the third quarter. Like, but I they feel moved like, the ball. Whatever. Points you know matter, what? though. To be honest with you, don't hold then. Like, have you considered not I'm holding? just saying, if you're talking up the Chiefs' defense is the reason they won this game. It's oh, I'm not talking up, no. The Chiefs, <laughs> that's the just not, absolutely not true. I'm not I'm not talking that up as the argument, but to say that they played worse, that I disagree. I mean, dude, Nick Bolton could have easily been Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> like, Hey, if, if, if there was one defense that came out and was actually, like, severely physical and really, like, overwhelming – I thought it was the Chiefs' defense. Some of the hits that they laid out there were flat-out devastating. And when they got to the ball, they actually got there. I mean, I, I don't know if it was just the nature of how many more yards it seems like the Eagles put down, but just this, even the stat sheet, they show up a lot more on. Yeah, don't, don't – I mean, the Quez Watkins drop was pretty bad. I mean, hey – you know who else to blame? Like, well, don't don't blow don't blow a double digit lead in the Super Bowl, man. Like, damn, I don't I don't know. I I feel like the Eagles defense, like yeah, catch that pick that Mahomes gift wraps you. That that it, might be helpful. I just I don't I don't understand how you can look at this and not lay it solely at the feet of the Eagles defense. <laughs> like, it it's just 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 a terrible performance and like. I don't know. I, I think I think regardless of of the holding call, like they cost themselves this game. Like, I mean, I don't know that terrible is fair when it comes to playing Patrick Mahomes. I think he's one of those QBs, and that offense is one of those teams where even if you have the top ranked defense, they can make you look kind of silly sometimes. Yeah, I mean, they put up forty four on the Niners earlier this Dude, year. And, and let's let's be clear: the first half. Seven offensive points. They held it down. If it wasn't for that fumble recovery for a touchdown, that is a much bleaker gotten, look going into that. Hand. But also, it wasn't. It wasn't even the Chiefs' offense being bad. Uh, they had the ball for eight minutes in the first half. No, like, just it wasn't. A, but again, just a it was, Nick it was Sirianni showing up. They did. They showed up at times. It wasn't just the whole a Nick, game, but they did show up. Yeah, I think it was just a Nick Sirianni, Jalen Hurts masterclass in the first half. There, like the the. Eagles defense didn't really have to do anything in the first half. And the second they did have to do stuff, they fell apart. No, right. I mean, Mahomes touched the ball, what, his third or fourth time with two minutes left in the second half? It was incredible. Yeah, I, I, I'm i pretty sure the Chiefs, the Chiefs drives, they, 
they got a touchdown and then they doinked a field goal. And I think yep. that was it. I think those were the only two drives they got <laughs> in the first half, if I remember correctly. Like, there, I think there was one more they had to punt on, but I think three drives, I think, was their total for the first half. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just, uh, <laughs> I I don't I don't understand how a pass rush this good like I understand the Chiefs offensive line is amazing but like ah uh, you can't have a pass rush this good and not get home a single time like that's yeah. just that's just pathetic. Some teams they got just close have a couple games. times. Yeah, and and they were that. slipping around on the field a lot. To be fair, like it's and it's, then, yeah. Sorry. That that did that was weird. Was that what was going on with that? Like, did they really provide an explanation that I, I well, haven't seen or heard a good? The one? NFL apparently invested like close to two hundred million dollars on that field, and uh, just uh, did not work at all in any way, shape, or form. That they brought it in from like Oklahoma State, basically, uh, and yeah, it was just awful from start to finish. So that that's a that's our turf talk. I don't I don't think we need to spend much more time on that. Um, <laughs> uh, here's a Chiefs thing, since you know this Chiefs centric podcast at this point. Isaiah Pacheco, they finally used him properly. You know, they did. I said they, it would be key to a victory, and look at 15 this: fifteen carries, seventy six yards, one touchdown. Oh, by the way, Bradford heartbreaking stuff yes the chief's future cashed but i took jarek mckinnon anytime touchdown score ah uh, there was hey and uh, 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 personally, oh god oh, honestly no. okay can we just talk about the ending of that game I'll, i understand that strategically it is the absolute smart and right thing to do what they did but that ruined this entire game such a that ruined to a, the greatest Super Bowl of all time. Whole thing. Like, like if they would have just scored there, like at least like give Jalen Hurts a chance. Like, what what are we doing here? Like, there should be time wasting rules in the NFL. Like, I, I I I don't know. I that that to me the holding call whatever. But that was inexcusable. The fact that such a great game came down to Patrick Mahomes just kneeling the ball three times was just tragic, to be honest with you. Absolutely tragic. Yeah, that was such an so anticlimactic. Like this was the best Super Bowl I've ever watched, to be honest with you. Like just back and forth, insane well, play, insane true, play, insane. No, no, but you look back, Patriots but you look exists. back at Seahawks Patriots, and I would say if you take out the endings of both games, this game was better. But then you no, put in the endings. Seahawks Patriots was that, back and forth the whole time. The thing and that included launched, a Tom Brady comeback. The thing that launched a C, I, I think you're misremembering that game. I think it, it was still, it's, it's still an all-time Super Bowl. Like, I'm not arguing that. But the thing that launches that to all-time legend status is that it has an all-time ending. And this game was cruising there. And then it's just like, you go from like the early Game of Thrones and then you get to fucking season eight. And it's just like, I, I heard I heard somebody make that analogy, and they were like, "This is like how you know how like uh, uh, Bran got to be king at the end. It's like the lamest ending of all time. And this one, it's like they let Harrison Butker and the clock be the king, and it's just like this was not Harrison Butker's moment. This is ridiculous. <laughs> like such a I, I understand. Like I hey, I don't really have any problems with it because to be honest with you, I would much rather the Chiefs win an uh win a win a snoozer 
in the end than than lose. Uh, but like, yeah, it's a shame that we didn't get the all-time classic uh, ending for this one because this would have been one for the books. Those moments are always so much more entertaining, though, when both teams definitely recognize what's going on, and you see the defense trying to like drag him across. They had a chance <laughs> to push him in. They had a chance there, and they didn't do it. Like McKinnon lost his footing a little bit there at the end, and I, I genuinely believe if an eagle had trucked him, it would have been a touchdown, and in the like I, I I think they missed their opportunity. Yeah, I can't remember who it was who was like right behind him, but he clearly like gave up on chasing him the moment he recognized like, oh, he got past me. Like I'm not gonna yeah. bother anymore. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, you're probably right. If he would have just chased him down and hit him, he probably could have knocked him across that line, and you would have seen the defense once again celebrating a touchdown, which is yeah. good times. Yeah. Yeah, those situations are always pretty funny. But I think Detroit was the one I remember it happening to, and it was just glorious. Yeah, they won a game the against just like devastated, like we that they got a touchdown. It was the Falcons against the Lions. I I remember that game. It was a year ago, and the Falcons accidentally scored because it was oh man, it was uh uh why am I blinking on his name? No. no 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 no. It was a dude that was so good on the Rams, and then he just fell off a cliff. I don't know why I'm blanking on his name. Doesn't matter. The point is, no, it the it's Falcons a, scored a, a touchdown moment. that cost them the game. It was uh, it was Todd Gurley. It was Todd Gurley, yeah. and he yeah. he accidentally scored, and it cost the Falcons a game. Hilarious. I'm very happy that didn't happen here, but that would have been pretty funny if it did. Yeah, like it's just those are good moments. See, and that would have been a great ending to a game right there. A touchdown <laughs> that cost you the game. <laughs> All right. I should have come with a rundown. I didn't really. I feel like we have covered a lot here. Bradford, you are obviously Chiefs fan. So what what haven't we covered? What haven't we talked about yet that you would like to talk about? I think uh, one of the main takeaways from this game for me is just is just legacy, right? I hate doing the legacy talk before games like this, but now that it's over, let's just have a quick little legacy talk. Find me a five-year stretch in NFL history better than Mahomes' first five years. Tom Brady. Three I don't Super think he can. Literally started can. his career right by going 3-0 and in Super Bowls Mahomes. over five years. Yeah, but he didn't do anything on two of those. Look at the... But listen, he literally listen, has three Super Bowls over five years. I mean, listen, please, let's stop this ridiculousness listen, before listen, it gets going. Listen. Okay. Patrick Mahomes has been for basically every Patrick Mahomes has been to five back. AFC championships and one and five and one and one two Super Bowls. Tom Brady literally went to five <laughs> AFC championships and won four Super Bowls within his first six years in the league. Like what what I'm are we doing here? A five year stretch. What are we doing here? Hey, let's, hey, let's stop okay, this. Okay. Let's let's put this ring in there. It's but... cool. He's chasing Brady now. But he is not Tom let's, Brady. Let's do and, let's do a and, little and can... let's do a little trip down memory lane. Okay. No, no Tom Brady. Not. Tom Brady, you ready for this? 18 Uh-oh. touchdowns and 12 picks. Okay, whatever. <laughs> 23 but, touchdowns and 12. Those years were we measure greatness in American sports. We we measure greatness in American Brady sports by championships. His, Tom Brady. No, that's ridiculous. Tom Brady won. No, but that's a fact. First, if you Brady, act literally Eric, you are any being American absolutely sports delusional. analyst. Or this pundit or fan. How do we how, Mason? How do we Okay, by your logic, by your logic, sports? Chad Henney is better than Josh Allen. 
It's an idiotic argument, and I hate the rings culture thing. No, Listen, no, no. Ring, I was actually going to use Terry Bradshaw and um, Jim Kelly or Dan Marino, but yeah, exactly. Vibe. Like Tom, please, Tom, Tom Brady. Listen. Okay, Tom Brady is Tom Brady. Tom Brady Eric, holds every Eric, passing record Eric. in the NFL. Okay, but yeah, Mahomes but is outpacing him. Mahomes is outpacing him completely. Maho- Tom Brady okay, won he his first all those MVP. Records, we can talk when about Maho- Tom so Brady, way to go. Tom Brady won his first MVP at oh 27. I at can't believe I'm arguing at 27, for Tom Brady here. At 27, Patrick Mahomes, five straight AFC championship games at home, two Super Bowls, two MVPs, two Super Bowl MVPs. Fine. Great. Top five quarterback all time. Not number one. That I didn't Tom say Brady. that. That wasn't my argument. But I'm saying right now, A, he's the most talented of all time, and B, he's had the greatest five-year stretch in NFL history. And No, Tom Brady had a two stretches of five years that were better than that because he won three Super Bowls. The difference of one what Super Bowl does not account for the difference of Brady too. Seahawks Super Bowl, Falcons Super Bowl, Bucks Super Bowl over the span of five years. What the are you talking about? The difference Bradford? between one extra ring and 40 extra touchdowns. Bradford, I disagree. Rings are what matter. I, I would say that one was more successful in their five years and one was better in their five years. They were not the same player. That's what I'm saying. Rings Tom Brady, absolutely Tom Brady has had two five-year runs where he was considerably more successful. Really trying to tell me that you believe Patrick Mahomes at this stage of his career is better than Tom Brady. That's no, not what I said. That he had a five, if you're taking like a snippet of a five-year span and comparing it to a five-year span of Brady's career, he's been a better player. Tom Brady did successful. it twice. Tom Brady had two five-year spans where he did that. Oh, I'm, but but I'm taking crazy pills. Eric, Eric, yeah. Eric, you're not listening. What I'm saying, I'm not saying that he's... He has had a better career than Tom Brady. That's ridiculous. No, Tom I'm Brady's saying, career has been light years better than Patrick Mahomes I'm, right now. I'm saying that his first five years is not even close to the first five years of Brady's career. Absolutely fucking lapping Brady. And if you take just those five years on their own, I think they hold up against any five-year stretch. Even if you were making arbitrary cutoffs, even if it wasn't their first five years or their next five years, like beyond the fact that this is his first five years, Cut me any five-year stretch of Tom Brady's career that is inarguably better. And I don't think you can. That's Literally my point. The Legacy? Act. Literally the second act of his career. He was the league MVP the year. I, he was. Well, you know who was league MVP, Eric? Guess what? Patrick Mahomes. And I'll tell you something else. He's not done winning those. He's not done winning those. Listen. Oh, my God. You're going to make me go to Tom Brady's football reference sheet. Yeah. Yeah. And you're going to look at it and you're going to realize, wow, this bum got carried to like half of his rings. No. Like straight up. He absolutely did not. This dude won two Super Bowls where his offense put up 13 points. of all time. I'm just saying, my point isn't that All Mahomes right. had a better Let's career. Let's just take that's, a look at the back ridiculous. half of the New England run. Okay. When did it? When was that Seahawks Super Bowl? When was the Seahawks Super Bowl? 2014. 2014, yeah. 2014. Great. Over that span. Over that five-year span. Mahomes had a better season than 33 him. 33 touchdowns. 36 touchdowns. 28 touchdowns. 
32 touchdowns. Let's look at interceptions. Two interceptions. One interception. Three interceptions. Let's look at QBR. Oh, look at that. QBR of, in that time, 96, 95, 98, All right, let's 99. Take a look at oh, also, let's look at the rings he won. Three in the span of five years. Let's, let's take a look at down. 50 touchdowns. How about, how about a calm, cool 50 touchdowns? Mahomes has, oh if God. you put the five seasons up against each other, Mahomes has the three best years. This is just... I don't, I don't know what to tell you, Eric. My please, point is not that stop. Mahomes... Stop. Tom Brady is better than Patrick Mahomes. Stop trying to argue that Patrick Mahomes is better than Tom Brady. It's not true. He's more talented than Tom Brady. Okay, he's a... but he's not better. That's what well, he's more talented. I'm not but saying he's, not he's had better. a better career. He's only played. You're not. You're, this is some who's on first circular nonsense. I've been very clear this whole time. I am not suggesting that Mahomes has had a better career. I am saying Mahomes has had one of, if not the best five-year stretch in NFL history. And it was the first five years of his career. And if this is what it's like for the next 10, 15 Tom years, Brady he will have had a better career. In the first five years of his career. He won, he won more Super Bowls, actually. Okay, but look at the teams, Eric. Come on. What are you doing? Okay, what look are at you the doing? Chiefs, Mason, too. I feel like I'm losing my look mind at the, Look at the Chiefs, too. Well, they had Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey Tom for two Tom of them. Tom Brady had Oh, Chris Jones, only one of the greatest defensive pass rushers of our generation. Tom, no, please stop telling me that Mahomes is dragging these teams to Super Bowls because it's not true. About? He had to put up 38 points. Tom Brady... Literally, his first Super Bowl ring, he threw more picks than touchdowns in the playoffs. This rings argument is nonsense. Yes, Tom Brady has had the greatest career of all time. I'm not arguing that. But I'm saying Mahomes, right now, has had one of, if not the best, five-year stretches. I don't see how that's an unfair statement. I still don't like what you're insinuating. Listen, Eric, sooner or later, you're going to have to make peace with the fact. He's chasing Tom Brady. You're going to have to make peace with him. Until he He has four, he's chasing Montana, to be honest with you. Okay, well, guess what? Five years from now, he'll be at Montana. Like, I think he probably already has more touchdowns than Montana had in his career already. Let's be real. Okay, I think here's – that's crazy. You think five (laughs) years from now, he'll have two more Super Bowls? Please. In 10 years, he'll have three more Super Bowls, and he'll probably finish his career with five to six Super Bowls. But no one's ever catching Brady because Brady's got that second. That is an absolutely ridiculous statement in my eyes. Literally, two of those Super Bowls, Tom Brady's offense put up 13 points. Not all rings are created. And, and, and hey, Patrick Mahomes is going to have some games where he gets carried too. Rushing attack. I have yet, in this one. I have yet to see the game where Patrick Mahomes gets carried. I'm going to be real with you. I've been waiting for it to happen, but yeah, because usually when he goes down, he takes the team with him. Oh, well, how many picks? But if we're talking about throwing more picks and touchdowns, oh, if my memory serves me See, correctly, I... Patrick Mahomes' first first Super Bowl, he threw two picks and two interceptions, this, so he didn't even this... have more touchdowns. Yeah, but Mahomes still had a great performance outside of that, and even uh, listen. Let's, uh, he threw let's... two picks. I mean, uh, it was pretty average. I mean, he had. A, I was looking at this this morning. He had a QBR of seventy in that game. I mean, Eric, wh- wh- what are we talking about? That's a C grade. Like, okay, Listen, okay. Eric, like, you're lashing was, out. 
you're lashing so great it's there. okay i it's mean okay. I, I i i promise you eric listen everybody dogs, grieves but no, in no, different no, ways no, 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 no. but you need to please. understand we need to understand. Money, you can't give him a break. Please, the Broncos. Stop. No, please stop this nonsense. Tom Brady is the greatest player ever. Patrick Mahomes is close, but he's chasing him. He's chasing him, and he's not. When there did yet. I say that Tom Brady wasn't the greatest player ever? You are trying to tell me that Tom Brady has not had one of the greatest five-year stretches in That's NFL not history. what I said. Yes, That's you not have. What you I said, said Patrick Mahomes has had definitively the best five-year stretch in, in NFL history. I've ever heard. No. Okay. This, we can't keep having this argument, but just know that I you're said. wrong and I'm Listen, right. Everybody grieves in different ways, but I want you to know, this is just how things are going to be for the next long time. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah, And sure. listen, I understand sure that you are mourning with you know, listen, the Broncos aren't going to have a chance to be competitive until you're like 40. I get that. That's kind of rough. I'm, I, I'm, I'm sorry about that. And if coping with that means lashing out against Mahomes, I want to like, I want him, to like Patrick Mahomes, but you just make Chiefs. it so hard. Hey, it's like, it's you like make uh, it so hard. I came into I came into this podcast planning to sing the praises of Patrick Mahomes, and yet somehow you've put me on this path where now I'm viewed as the hater. No, I just think it's ridiculous that you're comparing him to Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback that has ever played the sport, and perhaps, in fact, the greatest North American athlete of all time. Like, what are we talking about here? Listen, Eric, it's like Mitch said. Best play-by-play guy in the game, too. Well, they're ready. Let's be real here. But it's like Mitch said, all right? You can dislike the Chiefs. You can disrespect the Chiefs. You can doubt the Chiefs. Oh, God. But you're going to have to deal with the Chiefs. And that's just how things are now. Listen, I can't listen, believe this. I am humble uh, and victory, you know what I'm but... doing this offseason? I'm rooting against the Chiefs. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back on it. I got my nice little future payout. Yeah. Never again. Never again am I gonna find myself rooting for the Chiefs. You've completely thrown us off topic, and now we're welcome back to the bells, Eric. And it's no, ridiculous. I, I mean, ridiculous. yeah, no, I mean, whatever. Like, I'm I'm never rooting for the Chiefs again. You see, this is, see Mason's a respect because Mason has a chance in the Super Bowl. He's got a superhuman at quarterback for the next decade. Oh my god. Please, Just yeah. that brief little hope is giving him some ounce of sanity. You've completely lost. I mean, it. if we're talking counting stats, Josh Allen first five years. Let's. I mean, you know, oh pretty God, pretty stop. damn good. Please stop. Pretty yeah, damn I mean, good. more more, touch, more total touchdowns do in his to first five years than any quarterback in NFL history. I would please stop embarrassing yourselves. Well, this, this is, is when we remove Mahomes first, but I'm I'm just when you count that first one game. This but is listen. embarrassing. Well, this is good. Listen. Listen. Sometimes I've I I struggle with oh what are the video clips I'm gonna cut down? Well this this segment is most certainly going to do the numbers. So yeah, I mean it's it's uh it's very yeah. My point is legacy. Okay. With this win, Mahomes has placed himself on a trajectory where not only do I think is he the most talented player of all time, he has put himself in a place where if this is how things are gonna be. He can, he can get up on that top, top, top spot. Not discrediting Brady. Brady's winning the five more is going to be so hard. I don't think you understand. I don't think he's going to win five more. But listen, when Mahomes is going to have, then he Brady, won't finish better than Brady. 
I guarantee he finishes with more MVPs than Brady. He's going to have the counting okay, stats on so him. Does Peyton least... Manning? Are we talking about Peyton Manning as one of as one of the? No, please stop. I mean, Peyton Manning is a top three quarterback of all time. Like I'm sure that's fine. But Pat, but Patrick Mahomes can win as many Super Bowls as he wants. He can, he can. T- to me, he's better than Peyton Manning at this point. I put I put Patrick Mahomes above Peyton Manning, but like top five quarterbacks of all time, sure, he's in that conversation now. But like he he's got a long way to go till he's number one. I put him in number two, to be honest with you. He's the second greatest quarterback of all time. But like, let's please stop forgetting about the greatest quarterback of all time, whose name is Tom Brady, who exists and is still living on this planet and still gracing us with his presence. This, like, is, uh, this, this is pathetic. I mean, the Brady is shilling. Like he's not I, he's not gonna call you back. No, here. it's it's not it's not Brady shilling. It, it's it's simply respecting the greatest North American athlete of all time. I'll tell you this, he definitely has Mahomes beaten failed marriages. So can't, wow, can't take that's that away a from low him. blow. I'm just saying I think he Brady's has a non-annoying TikTok brother. Brady Brady is the goat. <laughs> well, I think hey, if that listen, at least he has uh Tom Brady beat you not literally making out with his son on camera. Like you can you can we can nitpick this stuff all day. Listen, I think Brady is the greatest of all time. I'm not arguing that. You can't argue that. But I think the legacy results of this game set Mahomes on a potential trajectory to pass him. And I don't think that's an unreasonable statement. Because if he wins he's 27, he's got 10 more years. He's got to win five in 10 years. I mean, it could have 18. You never know. I don't think he needs seven Super Bowl rings to pass Tom Brady. If he has yes, Tom he Brady does. beaten in almost every statistical <laughs> achievement. that's but, but this just goes back to my main argument. I, I just think we fundamentally believe in different things, Bradford. I measure success in North American athletics by championships. <laughs> to quote some coach out there. Uh, former ASU coach whose name is escaping my brain right now. Good old Mr. We, you play to win the game. You play to win championships. But winning that the game is isn't always in your control. But it can be. Jalen and Hurts, it was for Brady. Does Jalen Hurts not deserve a Super Bowl ring right now? Like No, he lost. But he did, he, he did everything he could possibly do. The rings argument is so dumb. Like, Is, oh, is Peyton Manning or Terry Bradshaw a better quarterback? Well, Terry Bradshaw has more rings. Twice as many, in fact. Speaking of Terry Bradshaw, uh, what what the hell? Why why was he the one doing all the yeah? Why stuff? why are we still walking out? What, uh, uh, okay, let's let's just do a quick referendum on Fox's whole studio team. One, why is Jimmy Johnson still on television? And two, why is uh, Terry Bradshaw still on television? Both. Yeah, they both seem confused. Yeah, both clearly have early onset Alzheimer's, which is tragic, and uh, really need to consider retiring. I mean, what, what what are we doing here? Bradshaw on same just basically made like three Andy Reid fat jokes in like the span of fifty seconds, and it's like, dude, you're just the, you're the same size. Like, relax. When he's like, when he's like, when he's like. Uh, oh, waddle please. over here now he's offended Ola. by Andy Reid. No, I'm not offended. This is the woke mob. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not offended by it whatsoever. But I just thought it was weird that it's like 
in this. I, I just thought his whole thing was kind of awkward and clunky, you know, where he's yeah, just of like, of course, but that's always been Terry Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw yeah, has always been. That's what I'm saying. Like, why are we trotting him out there? Nobody wants this. Nobody's entertained by well, this. Next year, we have to suffer through Tony Romo. So I guess <laughs> look forward to that. What did you think? What did you think? What did you think? What did you think of the broadcast overall? Like with, with Olsen and, and Kurt? I mean, it was fine. Greg Olson's good. It'll it'll suck when Tom Brady comes and steals his job, but uh, <laughs> you know, it 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 was a good broadcast. I mean, wh- why did you think it was not a good broadcast? No, I I liked it. I just I saw a lot of people. people have been very hot on the announcing recently, especially after a lot of the Romo stuff. And I just thought it was a really refreshingly well called game. Uh, as much the playoffs as not, and I just feel like they deserve their uh, their flowers. Yeah, I mean, we didn't get anyone audibly moaning into the mic, so I mean that that was Mister Mister January. I don't know. I don't I mean, know, that, Jim. I mean that that was that was positive. So <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, let's take a step back back to reality and talk about quarterbacks right now. That are currently playing. Oh, so none of them. Good. None of them. Yes. Uh, I said something that you just agreed with in the group chat. I just wanted to throw it out here. I do think you can put Patrick Mahomes as one and Jalen Hurts as one A in terms of NFL quarterbacks right now. I feel like Jalen Hurts, if you give him this offseason, will have the same mental processing capabilities. As Patrick Mahomes, he has just as good of an arm. His legs are equivalent, if not better. And what Patrick Mahomes makes in spectacular throws, Jalen Hurts makes him being the best runner in the NFL with also a cannon of an arm that can compare with the likes of Josh Allen. So, like, tell me why that's such a crazy take. It's it's almost comforting to me. It, how cyclical this is he every is year a. every year it's it's this is this is so funny to me there's lamar jackson he's the one at it's lamar ja- is lamar jackson the best quarterback in the nfl is hey is josh is, is josh allen the best quarterback in the nfl hey is joe burrow the best quarterback in the nfl hey is jalen hurts the best quarterback? what are we gonna learn like i don't want to take away from jalen hurts he's incredible Incredible. One a. By far the best. You he's not one a. He's not yes, one he a. Is. If I was, Why is listen, he not? Listen, I I don't think you can do Burrow like that. Burrow and Allen yards. and those guys. I think I think the he has broke a Super Bowl record for rushing yards by a quarterback. The recency, the recency by. Well, it's clearly worth nothing because he didn't win a ring, though, right? I mean, none of those touchdowns mean anything. He might as well have just never played. He didn't do anything. He accomplished nothing. He's a total bum, uh, apparently. But listen, 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 listen. He I, a good I, I think Jalen Hurts is he, absolutely he does incredible. Have good logos. I think he is set up for a long time to dominate the NFC, which literally is their quarterback. I think are... if they meet up again, Jalen Hurts beats them. Oh my goodness. It just happens every year. It's every year. Every year. I'll tell you something. I would not be surprised if we see another Chiefs Eagles Super Bowl. And I'll tell you, the Eagles aren't going to be better than this team they have put together right now. This is as stacked as it's going to get. They're going to be very good for a long time. This Brother, is a sta- this is have their best shot. A top ten pick and like 
four second round picks. They oh, absolutely they're still gonna be very good. good. But I just at some point, at some point, if every year we gotta ask ourselves, is this guy better than Patrick Mahomes? And then by the next year, we're on to a different guy. At some point, at some point, you think That's it would the just way be like sports work, Bo Bradford. Yeah, There's but someone always because it is. I mean, get comfortable, baby. You're on the throne. People are gonna come for the crown. Like, uh, it's honestly pathetic how insecure you are about Patrick Mahomes. I'm not insecure whatsoever. It's you not, absolutely are because you always get offended Tom Brady when any people. other when any other quarterback's name gets brought. I'm not. Offended. You get insecure. I think Jalen Hurts is incredible. I can I'm say the word Justin Herbert right now, care. and it would trigger you. I don't trigger care. you, Eric. Eric, I could say boo name I Josh Allen be, and you'd be triggered. I want to be very clear. Joe right? Burrow and you'd be Let me triggered. tell you something. You are Let so you clearly triggered right now. This year, this year, Super Bowl ring. Super Bowl ring. Can't You're hear so you. clearly triggered right now. I can't hear you. Isn't can't it funny you. how there clearly are, there triggered are two he is right now? Super Bowl rings lodged deep into my ear canal. Isn't I'm it probably funny how this guy right down here is like so triggered right now? Remove them. This I'm going to use my video editing skills and I'm going to put a caption right here that says triggered. This is descended into some some like child playground nonsense. No, he's tricky. Madness. This is you you you're, you're debating is is basically just blah 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 blah. I can't hear you. Listen, listen, listen. I'm not trying to take away from Jalen Hurts, but at a certain point, just let Mahomes have that number one spot. I don't know what else he's got to do to earn. That's all I'm trying to say. I don't really care. Sure, put Jalen Hurts there. I guarantee you, by next year, we're going to be talking about somebody else there. It happens every year. And I feel like if it's always somebody else, then maybe it should just be the guy that it always is. That's that's my take on it. So as much as I despise Nick Wright, the one thing I think that he typically does correctly when he talks about like rankings of teams and quarterbacks and stuff like that is he tends to do tiers rather than like a numbering system and just kind of like sorts guys into those tiers. And I think just with like the way that quarterback play is in the league right now. Like if we were ranking them straight ordered one through, I have no problem with Mahomes being number one with a bullet by himself. But if we're trying to like break it down into maybe like a bit more of a nuanced take rather than who's just the best, but who's all of those elite quality guys, I don't think he's necessarily in a tier totally by himself. I think there are other guys that are, at least of course, in that there's area in that, in that thing. My issue is less with the Jalen Hurts thing. It's more with just Jalen Hurts is going to occupy that spot for such a limited amount of time when Josh Allen has another superhuman season. Or well, Joe Burrow. Like the tier thing, because I think there are like, five or six quarterbacks Why can't right you guys just let me have literally the one thing I like and brings me it's joy? All, it's uh, the one Tom thing Brady, that brings you. Tried, you wouldn't take it. <laughs> but, but the one, one thing, thing I like sorry. and that brings I'm me sorry. joy is the ranking one... quarterbacks arbitrarily. The one thing that brings you Fair. joy is arbitrarily creating a tier for Jalen Hurts to reside in. That's yeah. the one thing. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll Hurts. let you have that. Jalen Hurts. Yeah, <laughs> I will it, let you have that. It brings me joy. Hey, Jalen Hurts is incredible, but like, I feel he like was. I feel like the second a quarterback is really good uh everybody forgets about all the other really good quarterbacks like it's like with so many people it's like all of a sudden josh allen and joe burr are just out of sight out of mind and it's like all of a sudden this is mahomes and, and josh the chances of these teams being in the super bowl next year it's very likely that it could be allen there or, or burrow there or something like that and then all of a sudden it's going to be their 1a like I, I feel like at a certain point these things need some kind of stabilization 
You know? I don't know. I Andy Dalton's not in the league anymore. We can't stabilize it with that media <laughs> yeah. like we used yeah, to. Yeah, everything's, everything's thrown into chaos. But yes, Eric. Wait, did I miss that? Did Andy Dalton retire? Well, he's not the quarterback he used to be. Is that median There's guy. There's no way he starts he's... next year. He's yeah, about to lose I mean... his job to Derek Carr. Let's be real. Like, Well, Derek Carr actually doesn't want to play with the Saints, Bradford. And let's be I clear, starting is a generous term. Don't know if you heard that, year. but he declined betrayed. And he's well, no, really? It's not the things. Saints thing. I think he still signs there. Derek Carr is just saying "fuck you" to the Raiders. Like the the they can okay. Let's him. let's cut this they stock were and, and go back him. to the Super Bowl. I I I I, I shouldn't have gotten a sidetrack. Wow, I've seen a side of you today, Eric. I I did not know that this championship would bring this out. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't feel I didn't feel petty and vindictive until you popped on the screen, and then I, you know, it just made me feel certain ways. Uh, hey, but just to clarify what Bradford was saying, it does sound like an f you to the Raiders. He wants to be released, not traded. Yeah, exactly. Because why would Derek Carr want to go to a team that all of a sudden doesn't has less assets when he could just go there for free? Like yeah. the Raiders, he has all the power in this scenario. This is why you don't piss off players with no trade clauses. Not that this is the Derek Carr Power Hour, but like, I don't know. I, I think I think that uh, well, this has turned into the Derek Carr Power Hour, yeah, which yeah. is what I wanted to avoid, which is why I tried to jump in. Wasn't personal, right. Bradford. It was totally personal. <laughs> so, uh, how about those Chiefs? How about those Chiefs? Uh, all right, I guess. Oh, here's just. Okay, I'm going to say something to make Bradford happy, and then we can close. Uh, it doesn't seem authentic to me, though, now. Right, I know, but this it's is something probably I, not, so. <laughs> this is something I said this morning on, on another podcast that I got um, asked to do. Um, I know we kind of say this every year, but doesn't it feel like this year it's actually more accurate? Like, What's preventing us from watching this exact same Super Bowl next year? Like, I do feel like the Chiefs have enough room where they can go out and probably be aggressive and at least draft another wide receiver. Sky Moore is probably going to get better. Hopefully you keep Kadarius Tony slightly healthy and he can be a contributing member. Maybe you let Nicole Hardman walk and you use some of that money to pick up another mid-tier wide receiver that you can have Patrick Mahomes elevate the play of. I just think Nicole Hardman's a Chicago Bear. Let's be Yeah, I, I just think that I just think that the Chiefs have lots of ways in which they can remain just as good as they are right now and get slightly better. I know the Eagles have some defensive free agents coming up, but they have also a ton of draft picks and they also play in the NFC, which might not have Aaron Rodgers and no longer has Tom Brady. And who are you going to tell me is competing with the Eagles in the NFC next year? Brock Purdy coming off a serious reconstructive elbow surgery where he might not be ready by September. Or Trey Lance, who has played only four games and who we cannot make an accurate take on in any way, shape, or form? Or are you going to tell me that the Cowboys are somehow going to emerge from the NFC? No. To me, the Eagles are just about a sure back to return to the Super Bowl next year because the NFC 
is so weak. Oh, and by the way, you could say, oh, well, what about rookie quarterbacks? Well, all the top teams with picks that will take rookie quarterbacks, except for maybe like the Carolina Panthers, reside in the AFC. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm really, I, for the first time ever, I really feel confident that I just will not be shocked if this is the if this is the Super Bowl next year. And to be honest with you, if both these teams make some good moves this offseason that I like, when we do our preview show in August, I'll probably pick Eagles Chiefs again for the Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, I, I do feel like these are the two best teams, and I do feel like everyone else has tons of work to do, where the Chiefs don't really have a ton of work to do, and the Eagles don't really have a ton of work to do. They've got it. Their roster's pretty much locked up. It's going to be really funny when it's Lions Jaguars, which is my pick. I just want to be on the record. As, as All right, the way too early Super Bowl pick. I love it. <laughs> yeah, Jaguars the Eagles have Super Bowl, a pretty... maybe. <laughs> no, no, and that's not discrediting the Bills. The Bills could get a lot better. You know, it could. Yeah, you know... the Chiefs is well, the no, one I'm I... more unsure about. Like, I feel like, listen, it's so hard to do this every year, and sooner or later, the Bills or the Bengals or basically the bills or the Bengals are going to, are going to cut through. I'm not buying in the chargers. It's just not going to happen, but like eventually, eventually they're going to, they're going to get the upper hand, but the Eagles seriously, like they got, they've got such a clear path of dominance over the NFC. And these things can change fast. These things can change fast, but like, I don't know. I mean, What's the argument for the Lions not being the second best team in the NFC right now? Like straight up. <laughs> Jared Goff, but like I, I Oh hey, hey. I thought we were past disrespecting the goofball. The Goffins was amazing. Dude, his efficiency was I mean, crazy. I, yes, I will not tolerate any but more. Still, I, are you okay? Okay. So the NFC championship next year. Lions, Eagles. Yeah, I'm not picking against Jalen Hurts if he ever gets Jared Goff. No, but hey, I'm just saying, like, what's the argument against them being the second best team? That's that's all. Okay. Well, yeah, I think the Eagles definitely have the clearer path for sure, and it's exactly you know what Bradford you alluded to. It's the, the Bengals and the Bills are in the AFC. That's really, I think, the only tripping point to this being the Super Bowl again. I kind of, I kind of like the Jordan Love Packers a little bit, maybe. I don't know. Okay, I, that's I, gross. I, I, that's I, a bad take. All right. It's never wrong to love, love Eric. It's exactly. it's never wrong. I'm very love high love. on Jordan Love. I just want to be on the record right now so I can brag about this later. Guy's a guy. You'll see. And he's doing it right now at the end of the Super Bowl podcast, so there's no way we can find this take later and exactly. throw it in Exactly. Yeah, there's no way I'll, I'll, I'll remember this in like four months. Boys, this has been a slightly contentious podcast. I will not lie. Uh, but well, maybe you need to do some inwards reflection. To, okay, to no, I need you to coming. stop talking. Um, <laughs> um, but we did sentimentality last podcast, it only felt right to end this with uh. I like to call these when these come out occasionally. I just put debate club and uh, this was basically what it was. And Bradford, thank you so much for joining us this season. Congratulations on your Super Bowl. Uh, 
the amount of times you'll you'll cry woe is me over the next year will be more than five and a half i'll take the over on that uh mason i hope very much that your team gets here next year that would be a lot of fun uh, i would like to see you after a super bowl that would be fun and it uh, would be fun to watch me unconscious in a chair for three hours i hope the bills yeah. win a super bowl like yeah. genuinely i yeah. want to see and it, had it, my i've had my fun. happiness I've had my happiness. I want to see Mason. I want to see Mason. Win one. Be as fun. long as it doesn't and, come at the hey. expense of a humiliating Chiefs loss, I want to see Mason. <laughs> and hey, Loki, the Broncos can go fuck themselves. But Mason, I hope I hope you get some happiness. And the Bengals I, as well. I don't want to see. And them I mean, and I mean, and I mean, hey, Broncos got your own Peyton now. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh god. Okay. Anything could oh, happen. God. Oh, anything could happen. Jaguars is, Super Bowl. This Jackson is the Super Bowl. This is step one. This is step one. I'll I'll get there by August. I just know it. My heart's not quite there yet, but it's almost it's almost fully recovered. I'm almost ready to be hurt again. All right. Until the end of the scouting combine, we will let you all go, Mason. Once again, thank you for joining us this season. We'll be back February twenty eighth, March first ish. With a scouting combine, what we heard and watched recap, we'll get Ryan back involved as our senior draft analyst per usual, and we will move forward to the off season. Until then, thank you so much for listening. 44 episodes, boys. Did the counting today? 44 episodes Damn. over 22 weeks. Pretty good. I wanted about two a week this year, and we got pretty damn close to averaging that. And somehow so, it only it 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 we got to forty four before you just absolutely lost it. That's 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 pretty that's pretty good. Usually usually I wear people down sooner than that. But yeah yeah, I mean I only had one. I only well that's a lie. I had three emotional breakdowns on my podcast this year. Uh, but uh, I can promise for next year it'll be. It depends if you count the all-time classic uh, 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 Twitter spaces after the Broncos Seahawks Week One game that wasn't a podcast. But just that, just that whole Twitter space in and of itself, I think deserves its own uh, meltdown. Oh yeah, I guess that I mean, should that probably count. Funny. Fine. Oh, before I go, I did have to put this out there. I know people are gonna come after me. But miss me with this Beyonce goat stuff. Rihanna, pound for pound, competes with Beyonce. Literally. And has more recognizable hits. Now, was pound for pound the right phrasing today? Uh, That's uh, not what I meant. (laughs) (laughs) This is a sports podcast. Okay, listen, listen. I know this is going to rustle some jimmies. I thought the halftime show was mid as hell. Rihanna herself was fine. I don't know. Listen. Maybe I just don't understand great art. But to me, a bunch of uh, dancing marshmallows with, like, Klansman hoods doing, like, dabs and flosses and I stuff. I don't think that's what that's that not, was. That's, I, thought they I were don't think you show. understood the halftime show. I thought, I don't know. And it's like, listen. I, I thought guess it was you, Chernobyl. 
I, just because you're pregnant doesn't mean you need to dress up like a lobster. Like this is this is what I'm saying. Like it was I I didn't I I didn't I didn't fully understand. Bradford, you're losing me here, and I'm going to cut you off for your own good. The artistic value Folks, of a this bunch has of been once again. Uh, this is why it's dangerous because the Super Bowl every year is when middle-aged white men get to make very hey, uh, comments on pop culture, fun. which is always dangerous. So we are going to leave. This B, Rihanna, you are my queen. Thank you. What, what a great performance that was. So many hits. And my mom loved it too. If my mom's happy, I know it was a good Super Bowl show. My mom loved it. We're out of here. What a season this has been. Until after the scouting combo. We'll see you next time. Yeah, Peace yeah, out. I, can I say one thing? Of course. <laughs> I just want to say, I think the main takeaway from this season will have is that melvin gordon is a super bowl champion oh god oh my god that's true congrats to melvin gordon the legend anyhow we're out of here until next two weeks from now i guess i am dead tired guys i'm gonna Go watch some NBA, NHL. Turn on some recreational television. God, I haven't watched that in six months. Uh, White Lotus is calling my name. I'm out of here. Sleep on the last of us. Shot here in Edmonton. Pretty cool. Cool. All right, this has to end somehow. Mason, thanks again. Bradford, thanks again. We'll see you all next time. Peace out.